Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. Yesterday, if you listened in on Anchor, you heard 30 minutes of content or so, a big day. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and chop that up into two episodes. So if you're listening on the podcast, today you're going to hear the question of the day about finishing cards. You're going to hear some check-ins, some updates on a couple of leagues and tournaments. And we're going to have the SRP, Star Realms Pre 2.9, with that Annie-up format I was preparing for so very hard. Stay tuned. Question of the daytime. Picking up on yesterday's discussion of ARC, part of its value is its role as a finisher. You can buy ARC even in the late, late stages of the game and use it to finish out the game because... It can come in, do five damage, scrap itself to scrap a base, draw two cards. Um, So it does come in and sort of push the game well forward, not just at the early game scrapping, but even just it can draw two, destroy a base, and do five damage, which puts it almost, puts it basically on a par with the command, uh, command ship late in the game. So my question today is, of all the finisher cards, what is the best? What is your favorite finisher? What do you think of as the finisher some possibilities here battle blob um dreadnought emperor's dreadnought arc command ship if you think of it that way uh did i say emperor's dreadnought because that one coming in off the row for what is it eight and a draw is pretty insane um even plasma vent can come in you can even think of warning beacon as a kind of can do that heroes can do that but they're they're, they're not finishers I take it back. Warning Beacon, not a finisher. Anyway, of all those cards that can just blow up for a big turn to finish out the game, what is your favorite? All right, let's have an update on the Rogue Realms Cup, which is ongoing. Um, in the, You'll remember that this is round robin split into four groups. In Rogue One... High Pass is in the lead at 4-1 and one with, uh, let's see, it'll be seven games apiece. So they have two games left to play. I'm in second place at 4-2 and two with one game remaining. Vasellus at 3-2, and two, Purple Angel at 1-2, and two, Eve Osman at 1-3, and three, Z-Dubs at 1-3. and three. So it's really anyone's game. Zerati 0-1, CIFL Web Guy, 0-0. He is my last remaining player. Top two advance out of this group. It's been tough competition. As I told you, I lost to Purple Angel. Got him at one. Had Ark, didn't get it. Uh, it's been been good. Sarah T had a bad beat. Got unlucky with some of the blue bases going on for me. Let's take a look at Rogue 2. Perdiff is in the lead there. 3-1. and one. Defiance 3-3. Three and three. Then we have DJW 2-0. and oh. Elegant Chaos 1-0. and oh. BCS Buck 1-2. And then a lot of players who haven't finished games. In Rogue 3, K Su 22, a strong player, 5 and 1. Props to K Su coming through. Ken Fusion. Uh, also, props to Ken Fusion. I'll, I'll mention this again in a minute, but he went undefeated in the BGG Star Realms League. Well played, Ken. Uh, 2 and 1. Matt Rick 2 and 2. Damonson 1 and 0. 1 and 3 for Poo Dog. Um, Basically, I'm playing faster than other people. I guess that's fine. Ten days, it'll be over. Critical days. Okay, there's Rogue 4 now. Critical days, 3 and 1. Wagner, Nico, 3 and 2. Baggio, 10. 2 and 2. Orizori, 2 and 3. The Texan, 2 and 3. 
Cal Cottrell 101. So it's kind of anybody's game in all these areas. Uh, I'd like to believe I've clinched a top two with my performances, but you just never know with the way these guys will finish their games. And those are the Rogue Realm standings. Stay tuned for more. Moving on now to the BGG Raft Division. Uh, Iron Tier Raft Division. I get this wrong every time. Um, this thing is just about over. A handful of games remain to come in, but in the 12-player round-robin season, Madam stands at 8-2, Disordia at 8-3, Lost Dog 7-4, Messiah 7-4, Paul Solomon 7-4, TA Games 6-4. So essentially, I believe Madam and Disordia have clinched their advancement out of the Iron Tier, up to whatever's next. I'm so new to this thing, I don't even know what they are. I will remain once again in the iron tier. Looking forward to next time. Uh, props to all the good players out there. It was a fantastic season. Coming up in just 10 minutes, Star Realms Pre-29. The format this week is anti-up. This is vanilla and gambits and cosmic gambits been playing it a lot it's been a long i think it was last tuesday was the last tournament um you'll remember that i won that tournament so it's been a long practice week um this is what i've learned this is my strategy going in first of all you have to understand it's vanilla and so scrap is really important uh and bombs are really important so my strategy has been to use the gambits pretty much in the first deck to get myself some of those important cards and then use like a freighter to sling into bigger cards um space station and blob wheel are very important cards because you can pop them into battle bob and dreadnought which just explode to end the game um that's about it you know you're still playing star realms you're still trying to control your deck size and pay attention to what's coming uh, we'll see how this goes. Stay tuned. Gameplay starts at 8 central. See ya. All right, well, that was a one-and-done Star Realms pre for, not, for me. Ran into Cranky Day in round one. Very good player. I had the early advantage with some good healing cards and blue stuff going on and one scrapper, but he had two scrappers and filled his deck with a bunch of little punchy cards and one. Cranky Day ends up getting second place, falling to Bry is Stupid, the number one, Mr. Number One. Third place is Agent Seto and Silent Al. And then rounding out fifth place, we got Sea Fudge, Baby Girl, Cece Kinnison, and Agamon. I finished in ninth place by way of uh, a seeding, basically, based on standings points. So I end up getting a standings point anyway, which is one of the slightly strange things about the Star Realms Pre. But you know what? I will take that. Let's check in with the Star Realms preseason standings with one, uh, one tournament remaining. Bri is stupid in first place at 38.4 points. Uh, wah, wah, wah. He has won three of these things. That is crazy town. All right, second place, we got Rollinpaw, third Agent Seto, then the Real Void, Sea Fudge, Angry Panda, sixth, CeCe Kinnis, and Sarah T., Cranky Day moves into ninth position. I'm in 10, 
Eleven's Colin McLeod, Colin McLeod, uh, Baby Girl, Politis C. And you know what's great about Chris Politis? He's only played in one tournament, got second place, and he's in 13th position for... <laughs> wow. That's right. For the Invitational. So he's looking to make it. Uh, <laughs> Magnetic and Silent Owl finish out the top 16. Those are your standings as we head to next week. The next format is going to be something. I'll have to look it up. Stay tuned for more. That's it for today. I'll see you on the realms. All right, we got a call in here from Amo Geiger. He wants to let us know about his finishing moves that he likes. Give a listen. Hi, Paul. Amo Geiger here, IGN Ace Geiger. And my favorite finishing combo is any sort of top deck plus draw card ability. I really like Blob Carrier for this. That's probably my favorite. But I also really like the Central Office. In fact, I think the Central Office is an underrated card for this exact ability. I find that when I do pull the trigger on Central Office, I end up with just a deck full of bombs uh, and normally get the win. But... uh, that's my choice. I know that's kind of vanilla focused. I haven't played much Colony Wars, and it may be even more common there because I know there's the into hand play effect or play mechanic in Colony Wars. All right, let's get back to the question of the day. We had a number of write ins coming. Um, <clears throat> Alex Sarkeesian likes to finish with Viper because sometimes one is all you need, baby. Adam Podberg. He likes Warning Beacon and Battle Barge. I don't blame him for that. Pull a Warning Beacon into play. Bounce another base with Battle Barge. Defense spot. All that stuff. Using that Hidden Outpost uh, Gambit. That's a fun one. Morgan Tizer likes Stellar Ray. Brian Mackin likes Mega Mech. So delicious. Hard to argue with, says Cranky Day. Uh, I haven't seen a Mega Mech in days, weeks. I don't know why. Different formats, I guess. Adam Holbrook likes Leviathan, and this is one I had not... Whoa. This is one I had not thought of previously. And Leviathan might actually be my pick. Leviathan has four tools for finishing a game, says Adam Holbrook. Three of which are innate. Let's see what we're talking about. Eight attack here. Bang. Base destruction. Bang. Draw a card, I guess, is the third one. Bang. And the fourth is pull another three-cost card into play, which could be seven damage. I think that's the most you can get out of that without extra draws. I'm not sure. Then Brian says, you forgot the most important tool, the concession after you acquire Levi. Adam Holbrook says, wait, there's more. It also finishes games early. Some clever fellows here. Now, if only there were a three-cost base bouncer, says Cranky Day. And guess what? More news on this coming because uh, we just got a preview of some of the promos coming with the Universal Storage Box. So more on that soon. Uh, Klimp likes Dreadnaughty. Shaner likes Blob World. Graphia says Aging Battleship, which is another one that I had forgotten and definitely is on my list. Um, problem with Aging Battleship for me is it doesn't make it to the end of the game. <laughs> I tend to draw two. Scrap it for draw two is just too useful in the middle of the game. Um, but it is fantastic. Especially if you can draw, you can faction and get a draw and then draw two and get seven damage. That's nuts. Um, <clears throat> it also is a heavily thematic uh, card there. 
And uh, Sandra Kolak took us on a whole other side conversation about theme. We'll come to that another time. And finally, Johnny Hill says buying an Explorer just to draw it and do an extra two attack overkill. A little bit of endurance training there. I'll tell you what. Uh, my picks, I'm just going to give you my answers now on finisher cards, are Battle Blob, Dreadnought, Leviathan. Because as soon as I have one of those three cards, my deck is essentially finished. There's very little else I need to put in it to win a game. Uh, if I can get a Battle Blob into deck two, let's say, it's going to go off for 8, 16, 24, 28 damage. So there's not a whole lot of other cards that I need. Uh, the same is true of a Dreadnought, but it's a little harder to get. Same is true of Le Levi, but it's a little harder to get. And that your strategies are a little different in those cases, but the ability to blow those puppies up for an extra 4 or 5 damage or pull a card in for an extra 6 damage is crazy. But uh, pound for pound, it's Battle Blob. Number one finisher, Levi, pound for pound, Battle Blob. All right, there you have it. Thanks to everybody that wrote in, called in. We'll see you next time, and until then, I'll see you on the realms.